Hello, friends, and welcome. This is Pastor Aaron with your daily devotion. We are in Exodus right now, and during our time together today, we're going to be covering chapters 25 through 27. We just saw in the end of chapter 24 where Moses went up to the mountain for 40 days and waiting to receive the Ten Commandments. And then in chapter 25, the Lord tells Moses to have the people take up a contribution for him, gold, silver, bronze, scarlet yarn, um, ram skin, goat skin, all kinds of spices, oils, all these kinds of things because he wanted a sanctuary made that he could dwell in their midst. And God gave them particular orders as to how to build it. And that's what we're going to see in a lot of these chapters and even in the books ahead of just the intricate details that God puts together as to how he wants things. And it it makes us think, you know, and pause and think about just how we've made modern worship, right? God has prescribed to us how we are to worship him, how we are to love him, how we are to honor him. And in so much of what we do, we base it on feelings, on if we're really feeling it that day, if it's a song that we like, or if we're in the mood, or if the pastor, you know, preaches a good sermon, or just whatever it is, there's all of these details that we put and we add into the equation to say, okay, this is when I'll worship. This is when I will give God what he deserves. And God, from the beginning, is saying, I will describe what I will receive and what is acceptable in my sight and follow that. You know, and (laughs) what we need to do is crucify our flesh and think about what pleases him most. And I think there's so many ways that we could do that, church. And I would challenge you today to think of some ways maybe where you're not being as faithful as you should in this area and and turn that over to Christ and just see how much it changes your life. So, so we continue on. Then he tells them how to make the ark and how to cover it in gold and where to put it in the ring so they could carry it. Those are important, right? Because we remember Uzzah and the story of what's going to happen there for him touching the ark and how they transported it. Um, and he's going to talk to them about how to make the mercy seat and the cherubs and their wings that cover it and the place for the showbread. We think of, you know, David and and that whole drama about him eating the showbread. Um, they're going to make a place for that, for the priest to make it and to keep it fresh. And we just, as we go through these, I know a lot of this is redundant. A lot of it's difficult. But even the lampstands, thinking of the lampstands and their sim- symbolic nature all the way through Scripture, all the way to the book of Revelation, Like all of this is laying out for you. So make mental notes when you hear these things. Don't just gloss by them because of the details and because you can get lost in it. But remember, in all these things, God has a purpose. And and so we're reminded just of all that God had them do, all the intricacies, all of the details. And then we see the tabernacle, you know, was made and again, (laughs) what we're reminded by is the access that we have now, right? Only the priest could go in. You know, Moses was the man who could go in at that point. But then also um, there would be priests 
to go in and we know the whole deal of how, and we'll learn how they would tie bells on their robe to know if they were in there and they were worthy, um, if they died or not, right? Because you had to be cleansed to be able to go in the holiest place and they could only do it uh, the certain time of year. But we just see all this detail and all these things that are foreshadowing the good news that is coming. And that's what we talk about and what we want to talk about briefly here in chapter 27. He goes into great detail about the altar and the rest of the entire tabernacle. And again, what do these things point to? They point to our need to be washed, our need to be cleansed. And even more amazingly, they point to God's provision, to providing that for those people, to to provide that for the people he loves and he cares for. Like our God is so good. Like he didn't have to do any of these things. He didn't have to provide any of it. But look at him here. And, And again, what is it all pointing to? The culmination is the cross of Jesus Christ, where it is finished, where the gospel meets its full effect and begins to go out. And to this day, it has changed us. Have you been changed by the gospel? (laughs) Are you living in the power of the gospel? Church, you know this isn't something you just accept. You just receive one time and then move on and you grow up from. Are you preaching the gospel to yourself now, to, to, to this very day? Are you holding on to the truth that Jesus Christ came to this earth to live a life we could not live, die the death we all deserve, and raise so we could rise one day with him to eternal life. But now, we are just as sure as it is when it's over. We're seated with him in heavenly places, Scripture tells us. That's the hope of the gospel. Do you know Jesus today? If you do, then preach this good news to yourself. All throughout the day, remember, you never outgrow your need for the gospel. And if you haven't trusted Christ, today is the day of salvation. Look to Jesus and live. Hope you have a blessed day, church. Before we go, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your good grace and the foreshadowing of the gospel. We can look back and see for you are so good to us and you provided and you blessed And we just pray that we honor you with all that we do. May we be gospel people constantly preaching it to ourselves and sharing it with those around us who need it just as much, Lord. Thank you for being so good and gracious. In Jesus' name we praise you. Amen.